There are some things that I have to share along with the word of God. Some of you are seeing me in this setting for the very first time. And I want to just go to where some of you don't know that I have permission and the capacity to go. First of all, I want to give glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. For the privilege of being here, I want to, I want to give him praise and I want to give him thanksgiving. And that, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a gray-haired, traditional kind of a guy, but uh, I'm grateful for the way that you led us into prayer this morning, Pastor. For it gave me an opportunity to praise God for many things. And uh, I, I just want to just let you know that I'm here in the service today. God is good. He is good. Some of you don't know how grateful I am that God is good. I, I, I didn't deserve to be here, y'all. Two years ago, I was scheduled to be pushing up daisies. Two years ago. I was laying on an operating table getting my, uh, my, my cut, my, 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 my chest cut wide open from stem to stern, getting ready to die to give an undertaker some more employment, some payments on a Mercedes Benz. Let the church say amen. But God said, not now, not now. You know, the, the devil was saying, uh, uh, 41 years is enough preaching. 41 years is enough. I, I, I'm ready to shut you down. But God. But God said, I'm, I'm going to give him the ability to pick up his own suitcase again. God said, I'm going to give him the ability to walk down the Cleveland International Airport corridor. Come on now. God said, I'm going to let him fly on an airplane by himself again to do my will. And he lifted me up after six months on the bed. Rose me up. Aortic valve was malfunctioning. Posed to pump blood up through the legs, up through the heart, through the body, as much blood was going back down as was coming up. So the doctor, September 5th, 2012, walked to the hospital that morning, past McDonald's, and saw a cow on the way to McDonald's to be a hamburger, and said, brother cow, brother cow. I need you today because I need your valve so I can put it in Brother Al. Come on now. So he can preach some more. And they put that cow's valve. I wouldn't let him do a pig. Come on now. <laughs> Jesus said, don't even touch it. So I said, I ain't having no oink oink in me. Give me a cow. Then he looked in the back of my heart. There's a valve called the mitral valve. 
it also was leaking. And so he said, hey, I need, to, I need to fix that too. And a little bit before that, they looked into my, 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 my arteries and noticed that there was a, a, almost a full clog in two of them. And they said, we need to stententize the brother. And here, I, that, that means put two stents in. And God has allowed me. And so I'm, I'm rejoicing. I'm praising God with you. I'm here, I'm able to speak, I'm able to articulate his word. The other thing I, I, I wanted to share with you, some of you may have been here, some of you may not have been here back in the day, but I, 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 I have heritage, I have a little stake in this church. My mother used to be a member of this congregation. Some of you old timers may remember, uh, you remember the, 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 um, ah, the, the Roberts family? Some of you all remember the Roberts family? My mother was sister to the Roberts family, a horde. They were hordes, came up in the migration from, from, from McDonough, Georgia. My grandfather was the, 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 the lead elder of the County Line Baptist Church in Locust Grove, Georgia. And when they found out that there was work up in Cleveland, my mother also migrated in. And so you, you got the, the Roberts family, Henry Roberts. Some of you remember our Lydia Roberts. Y'all can look at me and tell I'm one of them. Come on now. <laughs> Let the church say amen. And so that's my little trip way back into, into, into Never Never Land. I, I want to give a word of affirmation to your pastor and his dear wife. I haven't seen she or the children. Where is she? Oh, there you are. Good doctor. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I, I, I have a close relationship with your pastor. As a matter of fact, I am his associate father. Now, Shanae, Shanae, am I right? Come on now. A am I quacking or am I facking? I'm facking, ain't I? Come on now. Let the church say amen. I am so glad to see, to be able to witness what God is doing. There's a move of God going on here. There's a move of God going on here, and it, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you, it is going to be done. Come on now. It is going to be done. God is good. God is marvelous. The other thing I want to do, I want to give affirmation before the word of God. Elder Alan Baldwin and his dear wife, Valerie, are here. Um, Elder Baldwin invited me to share with him this Sabbath school emphasis. That he didn't have to do it. He didn't have to do it, but he invited me. Brother Alan, thank you so much, Elder. God be with you. Now, I didn't, I didn't oh, I, I didn't ask Elder Coxum. I, I, I had it right. I, did, I was so afraid I was going to do it wrong, I hesitated. I, I, I just thank you, Elder Coxum, for your kindness and the extension 
of your pulpit uh, to this little humble country fella from Philly. You know, let the church say amen. You know, from North Philly, from Ebenezer Church, let the church say amen. We'll do our best by God's grace to be faithful, to do God justice, and to do you good. I would beg that you would simply pray with me. I, I, um, we were, Elder Baldwin and I were talking. We were talking about the need of continued humility. No matter where we are, no matter what we do, none of us has a right to have anything that we have all by ourselves. Come on now. None of us has a right to be anywhere we are all by ourselves. None of us has a right to even take our next breath. Therefore, we can't even tell anybody what we're going to do and where we're going to be. We always have to say, if God wills, it's going to happen. But none of us has a right. And we go, oh God, all the praise, honor, and glory. Brother, you owe God all the praise, honor, and glory for all those notes that come out your finger. Come on now. Let the church say amen. Sister, you owe God all the praise and honor and glory for all that singing and shouting you do. And where's the red-headed drummer? Where is she? Where is she? Child, you go owe God all the praise, honor, and glory for all that rhythm in your soul. Let's give him all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Now, Preaching, preaching is the organized hallelujah of the witnessing community. That's one, that's one reason why I asked the brethren if they could move the podium down from up here, down here, just so that I could get a little bit closer to you. Preaching is the organized hallelujah of the witnessing community. That is to say... I have not come here to Cleveland Glenville to deliver a monologue to you. Monologue being defined as my speaking to you, you courteously listening to me and responding to me. That would be a monologue. We have neither come here to enter into a dialogue. That's me speaking to you, you listening to me, then you speaking back to me, and me courteously listening to you. I'm not interested in a dialogue. Quite frankly, only thing I want to hear from you this morning is amen. 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 I I, I don't want to have any discussion with you. That being said, we have come this day to enter into what I would like to call a Holy Ghost duologue. Duologue. That is to say, us together engaged in conversation with God and God through the Holy Ghost simultaneously speaking down to us into our hearts to the degree that by the time we finish our exercise today, 
we will all be able to declare in unison, was it not good for us to have been here? And secondly, all to Jesus I surrender. That's what we are interested in. Now, that can't, I cannot facilitate that interaction. I am not smart enough, thank you, Holy Ghost. I am not smart enough. I am not witty enough. I am not smooth enough. I, I, I have heard a preacher recently that had nothing but pure swagger. Come on now. Have you, have you ever heard any of those smooth brothers preach? I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm not one of them. I'm not like Muhammad Ali. I don't float like a butterfly and sting like a... I'm like smoking Joe Frazier. All I do is just keep coming. But I cannot facilitate that function on my own. Need some help. Thank you, brother. Organize, hallelujah of the witnessing community. We can only accomplish that through prayer. Through prayer. I'm going to try to not preach you into Vesper time. Let the church say amen. Come on now. I can't, I can't hold on that long and neither can you. Come on now. The area up to be done come up here and got all of us. By the way, is there some food somewhere? Oh, amen. Let the church say amen. <laughs> trying, 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 to, trying to reserve a little, little something for the future. What I'm saying, church, is we need to pray. We need to keep praying. Lord, you know what you want to do here with this time. And we pray together that we may be totally focused and aligned with your purpose. Please, Jesus, don't let me say one word more or other than you intend that I should utter. And please be with us by way of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 By the way, greetings from everybody at the North American Division. Amen. 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 The pastor instructed us to preach when I say us. You know, I never could, I never could stand it, Elder, when, when preachers would get up and speak in the plural when they were referring to themselves. But when I say us, instructed both Elder Baldwin and me to preach from the book of Acts. That's what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Instructed us to preach from the book of, is this the month of Acts or the quarter of Acts? Or, okay. Oh, this is the quarter of Acts? Okay, so we are in line with the quarter of Acts. However, we must launch, we've opted to launch from the book of Galatians, writings of Paul. But as soon as we finish with one passage 
in Galatians, we're going to launch into Acts. Is that okay? So we, we believe in following the directions of the pastor. Amen. Particularly when you're preaching in his pulpit. Let the church say amen. Come on now. Somebody ought to say amen. Turn with me, if you please, to the book of Galatians. What book did I say? The book of Galatians, chapter 5. A familiar text to launch beginning with verse 19. Verses 19 through 21. Is, is, is the church praying with the guest preacher today? I, I, I sure need your help. I, sure, I, I feel the spirit. I feel his power. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. And I'm going to read verses 19 through 21 from the New International Version. And then I'm going to make a transition into the familiar King James Version. But I just love the way this NIV reads. It reads, the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, that's pretty, pretty rough, isn't it? Jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of of God reading on but the apostle moves in to a coordinating conjunction that indicates transition between thoughts expressed prior to the conjunction and thoughts after the conjunction Generally speaking, when you come into the coordination, into contact with the coordinating conjunction, but you're going to talk about negative prior to the conjunction and hopefulness and positive after the conjunction. All right. We've got all of those, as King James calls it, works of the flesh. Now we come into the positive but the fruit of the Spirit, or but the evidence, the fruit, not fruits. Come on now. It's one bowl with apples, oranges, grapes, peaches, pears. It's one bowl with various characteristics that when you look at them in function, they are not described as fruits, but they are described as characteristics that make up a whole personality, a whole character. Aspects of all combined into one. But all of that bad stuff is there but if you're going to be dealing and functioning as a church in the Holy Spirit, all together, is that Brother Bozeman back there? Come on now. 
I, I, I caught you. I caught you. I caught. I caught you. The 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 the, the Pine Forge support connection. We we made it through. The Lord caused us to make it through, didn't he? Come on now. All those parent committee meetings. Let the church say amen. But the fruit of the Spirit, the characteristic of the Spirit in you is love, joy, come on now, peace, you know it, long-suffering, gentleness, uh, uh, goodness, uh, faith, meekness, temperance, Against such, there is no law. The reason we started here is because we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit today. Come on now. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit, and we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit the way some people don't understand the way the Holy Spirit functions. So we had to talk about the fruit of the Spirit and look at the fruit of the Spirit First, now let's turn over to the book, the familiar book of Acts chapter 1 and continue with this discussion about the Holy Spirit. By the way, some of you, if, if you, if you want to get, get, get locked in to, to my preaching style, the fact of the matter is I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a hardcore preacher, preacher, preacher. I'm, not, I'm not, not nobody's, they've only invited me one time in my whole 41 years of ministry to take C.D. Brooks's place in the pulpit. They don't, they don't invite me where they invite C.D. Brooks and some of those other high, high guys, okay. But I'm happy where God put me. He made me not a regular, flat-out preacher, but he made me a treacher. Ever heard of that? Treacher. It's not spelled P-R-E-A-C-H-E-R. It's T-R-E-A-C-H-E-R. E -R. Come on now, a treat. You do uh, lay your foundation with some solid teaching. Come on now. And you ended up with some hardcore preaching. Let the church say amen. So this is the teaching portion of the preachment. Let the church say amen. Come on now. I, 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 I often tell congregations when I go there, I forget that I'm talking to black people because I talk to everybody. Come on now. And I have to remind some people that I'm a, a, a black preacher and that I appreciate some response. Let the church say amen. amen. Come on now. Let the church say amen. But here we go. Verse 4, Acts chapter 1. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but... Wait for the promise of the Father. You see that butt coming in there again. Uh, 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 uh. All right. If I keep explaining everything, we'd be here all afternoon. So let me keep going. All right. Uh, but wait for the promise of the Father. Um, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with what, everybody? John truly baptized with water. But ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. In other words, real soon. Uh, when they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, uh, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father, well watch this now, has put in, your King James says authority, which the Father hath put really and your King James says power, in his own authority. You see, King James was 
Translated way back in 1611. Uh, they hadn't found the Dead Sea Scrolls yet and a whole lot of other scrolls. And so King James translated that word, exousia, which means authority as power. Now, it ought, to, it ought to really make your brain go a little kooky because in the next verse, the very same word is used as, is translated as power. What is it? What is, what, what is he talking about? In verse 7, the translation really, the true translation is authority. Don't you worry about it. I know back at Pine Forge, when we wanted to tell somebody, uh, that ain't none of your business, we'd have just say, hey, y'all, that's nunion. That's nunion. The Lord is saying, hey, uh, to his disciples, don't you worry about when the Lord is going to turn this thing around uh, so, that, so that the Romans are on off of your head. Don't you worry about that. That's in God's own authority. And the word exousia only has to do with the activity of God and never the activity of man. For instance, Genesis 1.1. Uh, what does Genesis 1.1 say? Uh, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God got together and said, hey, let us create the heaven and the earth. And guess what? They spoke it. They spoke it and they timed it out just for our little many minds over the course of six days of the actual physical creation. But with their mouth, uh, Psalm, Psalm 33, 6 and 9, by the word of the Lord with the heaven and all by the breath of his mouth for he spake. And it was then he commanded and it stood fast. So that's God's authority. The children of Israel were, were marching away from Pharaoh. And there they ran into the Red Sea. Moses said, Lord, what we going to do now? Just go on into the Red Sea and see what's going to happen. By the authority of God, the Red Sea opened and the children of Israel walked in God delivered his people by his own word. Guess what, beloved? God is still delivering his people by his own word. By the word of the Lord, he answered that prayer that you thanked him about today at the altar. And by his own word. Oh, I wish I could testify. God did something for, woo, he did something for me this week. Have mercy. The devil tried to land a haymaker onto my face. And the very next day, the Lord said, all right, devil, I'm going to see your haymaker. And he reversed the whole thing and put me back. Come on now. That's one reason. That's one reason I'm up here shouting today. But anyhow, 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 that is, God has put in his own authority. But there's the word. Don't you worry about when the Romans are going to come off of your head. Leave that up to God. Here, church. Here, disciples, and isn't it interesting that the Sabbath school lesson is on discipleship? Let the church say amen. Here is what we need to be concerned about. You are going to receive power. Now, there's that word again. That word power this time is the word dunamis, which comes from the word from which we get our word dynamite. In other words, that dunamis means you're going to get the ability to be effective at what, at what I've asked you to do. You're going to receive power when? After the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Come on now. 
And this, you, you look at it real, real close. You look at your King James real, real and, and you are going to be witnesses in Cleveland. Come on now. Give me, give, me, give me some neighborhoods nearby Cleveland. Come on now. All right. You're going to be witnesses to me in Euclid. Give me a place a little bit further away. Solon? Medina. You're going to be witnesses in Medina. And your message, your Sabbath school protocol, come on now, is going to be carried by a big mouth called Johnson. Come on now. All over the world. People are going to be saying, hey, where did y'all learn how to do Sabbath school like that way? Oh, well, we did that in Glenville. Come on now. On East 105th Street. Y'all, 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 y'all don't understand what's happening. Come on. Do you, do you, do you hear what the Spirit is saying? Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. And to the uttermost part. In other words, he's saying, there is no end. There is no limit to the ministry effect that shall take place when you give yourself fully to the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to I talk to you today about being, everybody say being. being. Come on now. Being and doing. I want to talk about, say it again, being and what? And doing. I want to talk about the baptism of the Holy Ghost within us and the effect of the baptism of the Holy Ghost upon us. And my, and my, and my, and my thesis today is that the baptism of the Holy Ghost is necessary for heaven approved success in any ministry. Now, if you're going to have heaven approved success in whatever ministry it is that God has called to you, you are going to have to experience the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And the baptism of the Holy Ghost is not anything that you wear God out on. It is nothing that you, that you, that you just hold out and tarry on. You, you don't need to go into the uppermost room of this church and say, I'm going to stay up here in prayer and fasting and go into moaning and groaning. I'm going to, oh, I need the power. Oh, 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 give me the power. I'm not going to leave here. Uh-uh, guess what? Jesus left the power. The power has already come. The power is already here. All you got to do is be willing to walk in the power. The power is all. You can't make the Holy Ghost come. You can't sweat God out on getting the power. All you got to do is determine that you're going to live so that he will be pleased. To trust you with the power. All right, I'm, I'm coming right to where you led me to, Elder Baldwin. You know, everywhere I go to preach, I always look around the service and wait patiently for the Lord to send some sign that I'm preaching the right thing that day. And it came out of your mouth this morning, Elder Baldwin. 
the American Express. Come on now. Some of you all remember back in the day. You know, back, way back in the day, I, could, I couldn't even qualify to get an American Express card because it was an exclusive. I'm going to be transparent. Come on now. I got a card that says, I got a card that says good enough as the, as the American, but I could, back in the day, that green one, y'all remember that? And you remember what the commercial said? The commercial, uh, the commercial said, the American Express card, don't leave home. Come on now. Without it. And so what I'm here to preach today is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you're going to be a positive member of God's family, if you're going to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem, you better not leave home without him. Come on now. All right. And so here I go. I don't plan to be very, very long this morning. My wife said, don't talk about length because every time you talk about length, you get long. Let the church say amen. Now, I want to assert to you. Now, if you miss this, you might miss it. And we don't want you to miss it. That the power of the Holy Ghost is necessary and needed for us to do God's work successfully has never been a question among serious Christians. All serious Christians know that in order to do God's work successfully, that you've got to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. All right? Now, now, here is where the rub comes with most. And here is the answer to why it is that some of us are hot, And some of us are cold right up in here. That his anointing comes in two distinct forms. And that his anointing is targeted toward two complementary objectives. It's not understood by most. I say two complementary objectives just like the two rails of a train track. If you were to take one of the sets of wheels of a train off of the track and move that part of the track, move that track out of the way, you would not have a successful train that could make successful runs because all you'd have you would not be able to get anywhere successfully. The truth of this matter, and I'm talking about the baptism of the Holy Ghost within us, come on now, and the baptism of the Holy Ghost upon us is a mystery to most individuals. But I suggest to you that when we understand this mystery, we can soar higher and higher and higher in his service. We can see God do stuff for us that's unusual and that will amaze the world. It'll it'll even amaze you sometime. It'll amaze me sometime. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. The baptism of the Holy Ghost 
within us and upon us. And believe it or not, we've already substantiated it from the scripture reading today. And guess whose life we're going to take our major illustration from? We're going to take our major illustration from the life of Jesus Christ. We start out, we start out in the class, we start out our teaching with the question. The question is this, how many miracles did Jesus perform in his earthly life before his baptism in the River Jordan by his cousin John? How many? How many? If you, if you get the answer, shout them out. How many evangelistic sermons did he preach? How many evangelistic Bible studies did he preach? And don't give me when he was 12 years old and he got those people straight in the temple. He was just regurgitating information that he had learned at his mother's apron spring. That's a, he wasn't preaching. He wasn't doing soul winning. He was just straightening out those ignorant folk. Come on now. My mommy taught me that. I learned that from my mommy. Don't I? How many? How many did he baptize? How many evangelistic reports did he give? None. The answer to that is none. And it is simply because during those years from his birth up unto his baptism, he was only running on one rail. He was running on the rail of the fruit of the spirit. Come on now. Now, he was still God, wasn't he? Come on now. None of us would deny that he was God. None of us would deny that he was the creator. Well, if he was God and the creator, why wasn't he healing? It was because that time in his life had not come. Now, please, I just heard somebody say, well, the reason that I'm not powerful is that it's not my time. It is your time. Ever since the Holy Ghost fell down in the upper room, it became your time. It became my time. It became everybody's time. Don't be lying on God just because you don't feel like doing right. During that time, his life emphasized love. Come on now. It emphasized joy. It emphasized peace. It emphasized long-suffering. It emphasized gentleness. It emphasized goodness. It emphasized faith. It emphasized meekness and temperance against which there is no law. Now, the fruit of the Spirit is God's personal gift to us individually. I can't have your love. I can't have your patience. You got people around this church that are just as patient as Job. And you look at them and say, oh, I wish I had that patience. You can. Of course, it's all in the bowl of fruit. Come on, let the church say amen. You can have it. You can have it. You can have my temperance. Come on now. You, you, you know, there, there are some of you who have the capacity to walk right past Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I hear somebody shouting out, not me, not me, not me. Come on now. 
You're going to get it if you want it. Come on now. What's the, they got a commercial out that says, you can have it if you want it. Come on now. You see, the fruit of the Spirit, are you being taught today? The fruit of the Spirit constitute attributes that make us nice people. And that's why I would like to say to you today that Seventh-day Adventist people are some of the nicest people that I have met all around this world, many of which ain't doing nothing. I didn't, I didn't say you. Many of which aren't doing anything. They display the character of Christ. They show consistency. They show alignment. This is what the fruit is for. They show alignment with the message that we are designed to share. Now, what, what if? What if the, 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 the brethren and sisters of the church decided that they were going to run a public evangelistic meeting? And you all uh, went on Facebook, you went on Twitter, you went on Hitter, you went on Ditter. Come on now. <laughs> and, 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 and you went on and got this place full of prospects. In the old days, uh, you, you passed out handbills and got the place full. And guess if what, what would happen if all of the Glenvilleites were in here waiting for the people to come in and y'all were cussing each other out? Come on now. And passing out hand bones. Come on now. And fighting with one another. Showing the opposite of the fruit of the Spirit. What do you expect that the visitors would take from that? And how long do you think any of them would stay here? They would run away and I would encourage them. Come on now. The fruit of the Spirit is designed to show the character of Jesus Christ in us and our alignment with his word. But it is not designed to give us the Holy Ghost authority to align with our spiritual gifts for ministry. You look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You look at Romans chapter 12. You look at Ephesians chapter 4. And you'll see preaching. You'll see teaching. You'll see management. You'll see encouragement or exhortation. That's, the, that's where the gift of music is, by the way. Exhortation. Come on now. You'll see all of that. All of that is designed for the building up of the church. All of the fruit of the Spirit, never said it this way, is designed for the corroboration. Come on now. Of the character of the ministry of Jesus Christ. And when the ministry and the gifts are corroborated by the fruit of the Spirit. Come on now. People say, this makes sense. Come on now. 
this makes a whole, ha, ha, what, 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 why, why did you walk away from first Baptist Mazarine of the first order of the translation church and come over to Glenville Church? These people were, watch this now, they were living what they were teaching. So, the Holy Ghost within us, which is the fruit of the Spirit, gives us the capacity to be. Everybody say with me, be. Be. Everybody say with me, be. To be a follower of Jesus Christ. To be a Christian in Jesus Christ. To be one who dresses like Jesus Christ. To be one who talks like Jesus Christ. To be one who eats like Jesus Christ. Come on now. And I, I, I ain't beating up on the chicken eaters today. Lord, 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 Lord said it was all right to eat a little chicken. Come on now. But he also said in his, in his, in his spirit of prophecy that you would know the time when it was time to make the transition. Come on now. So I want all of y'all whose time has not come, enjoy all the gobble gobble you can. Enjoy all the lamb top chops you can. Come on now. Enjoy all the cow that you can. But when Jesus says, it's your time. Come on now. I want you to be just as happy about laying it down as you were about picking it up. Come on now. Some of y'all ain't happy to hear that word. It's the Lord's word anyhow. All right. All right. Let's get the, get, get the rest of this done. Because we got the Holy Ghost in you. But we got to get him on you now. All right. I'm going to try to put it on, on speed dial, Pastor. Don't you worry. I'm going to try to put it on speed dial. But I don't get invited up here that often. Here's what I want to tell you now. Here's what I want to tell you now. Something special happened after Jesus got baptized. Following the baptism of Jesus, something special happened. Jesus went down into the baptismal pool. It was called the Jordan River. Come on now. And he went on down and told the brethren that he needed to be baptized by the Father. By the, yeah, by the Son. The Father spoke from heaven. The heavenly, what is it, what is it called? Was it the, the heavenly megaphone? I don't know what it was that God the Father was using. But he spoke. And he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. God the son was already there. 
God the Father was speaking and everybody heard him. Come on now. And he spoke. He spoke. He spoke. Following a time of 40 days in the wilderness, the Lord's public ministry was launched. The Holy Ghost came down upon him and lit upon his head in the form of a dove. After the Lord got finished with the devil in the wilderness through by the word of the Lord, the baptism of the Holy Ghost came upon Jesus and he was given power to do intentional soul winning and kingdom building through his spiritual gifts. You see, the spiritual gifts provide for the ministry of the church of Jesus Christ through the people. There are individuals let me turn to it. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Are you with me today still? I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be done in a couple minutes. I'll be done in a couple minutes. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Here we go. Wisdom, knowledge, faith, Nine, healing. Come on now. Jesus didn't heal anybody before, before, those, before, before those years. He didn't, heal, he didn't heal anybody. He didn't heal anybody during those first 30 years. Not nary a soul did he heal. Come on now. Jesus had the power of the Holy Ghost upon him after he was baptized. You look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and you see those gifts. The gifts of the Spirit are designed for the growth of the church. That's why. Now, let me go back. Let me, let me go back here. I hadn't even planned to say this. What, what, what's that behind that curtain up there? That's the baptismal pool. Now, when do you become a member of the church before your baptism or after your baptism? Let me put it, put it this way. What's the sign of entry into the kingdom of God and into the church of God? It is baptism. So you can't be, watch this now, spiritually gifted with the capacity by the Holy Ghost to upbuild the church if you haven't been baptized. Come on now. And become a member of the church. Now, watch this now. This is a teaching moment. There are a whole lot of people 
running around with talents. That Christians are calling giftedness. It's not a spiritual gift unless it's designed for the upbuilding of the church of God. And if you are not a part of the church of God, God doesn't need mercenaries. God doesn't need ungifted mercenaries. He ain't that cheap. And I said it. This is being recorded. Where's the camera? Focus me up right here. Give me, give me an extreme close-up. I know the language. I know the language. Give me an extreme close-up. God ain't that cheap. God doesn't need mercenaries. He doesn't need your help that bad. The gifts give us power through Jesus' name to do intentional soul winning and kingdom building. The gifts provide for the ministry of the church, I said it. The baptism of the Holy Ghost makes the gifts effective. Come on now. Now, now uh, I'm getting ready to get ready to land now. Now, all of us this morning, did our restroom cleansing routine. No matter what, what form it took, let the church say amen. All of us, I hope, let the church say amen. <laughs> Got to keep hope alive. Did our cleansing routine. Please pay attention to this. All right. I've got a set of keys. No, 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 I'm not going to use the keys. I've got this water right here, and I've got this towel right here that the brethren gave to me. I, I laughed at them for leaving this towel for me, but I kind of like this towel. Yeah. I think I'll use one of these the next time I preach. Very absorbent. What if you went into your restroom this morning and took your dry soap? Come on now. And took your bone dry washcloth. Let the church say amen. amen. You stepped in the shower. Let the church say amen. Or bath. Come on now. And rubbed your dry soap on your dry washcloth. And then started rubbing it on your dry body. Come on now. How much of a beneficial impact would ensue? Come on now. How, how, how wonderful a, a, a bath or shower would you have with that dry soap and that dry washcloth? Come on now. You would have nothing. You would have nothing. What would be needed in order to make the soap effective? Come on now. You need a catalyst, don't you? Come on now. The water is the catalyst. 
There's something in the water that mixes up with something in the soap. Come on now. Woo! There's something in the, the water that mixes up with something in the soap that causes that soap to be effective as a removal agent of dirt on your body. Well, brothers and sisters, I just stopped by Glenville to let you know that it is the baptism of the Holy Ghost upon you. It's the baptism of the Holy Ghost within you that makes you a nice person. But it is the baptism of the Holy Ghost upon you that gives you the capacity to be effective at what God calls you to do through your giftedness. Come on now. Woo! I believe I believe I can land this plane now. Come on now. We're gonna get way, we're gonna get ready to we're gonna get ready to land. And I want you to play me something sweet and low, my brother. I know I know you can take me out because you got you got you got skills. Come on. Don't take me out. I don't want you to show off. I know you can do that. Come on now. But work with me, okay? All right. Uh, well, I tell you what, why don't you just start now, okay? <laughs> oh, y'all can tell I don't take myself seriously, don't you? I, the Lord showed me to have fun Amen. with Jesus. There's fun. There is joy in salvation. There is joy in righteousness that you can have fun in Jesus. You don't have to go around walking around just like you just buried your best friend every day. You let the, let the spirit tell you what song to choose. Uh, I can't think of which one I want. If it comes to me, I'll tell you. And I know you'll have an opportunity, you'll, you'll have the ability to play it. But, but, but this, this, this truth became reality to me back in 1982. I, 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 I did not know that there was such a thing as a baptism of the Holy Ghost. I, 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 I went to church and Adventist church all my life. I went to Adventist church school, elementary school, Ebenezer Day School. I went to church, Pine Forge Academy, Pine Forge Academy, Pine Forge, Pennsylvania. I went to Oakwood College, as the people like to say now, now university. <laughs> I went to the SDA Seminary. And hardly anybody uttered the word baptism of the Holy Ghost to me. Had one seminary teacher who, who was so afraid of popular opinion against him that he just threw us a little paperback book, little little 86-page book that talked about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, let me tell, and I'm on tape, I can say it. It is my settled opinion. That the Holy Ghost has not been preached a whole lot in this church because we have been afraid of the glossolalia people, the speaking in tongues people. But we ain't got we ain't got nothing, we ain't got nothing to be afraid about with the speaking in tongues people because the Bible itself lays down the rules for speaking in tongues. 
If you fit within the rules, you good. If you don't fit within the rules, you're no good. That's what the Bible says. Bible said, if anybody's going to speak in tongues, uh, the, 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 the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 said that tongues is a gift. Come on now. But, but she got a hundred, she got a hundred, she got a hundred. Uh-uh, it's not a gift. What did I just say? She got a hundred. She got a hundred. She, she drive a hundred. She got a hundred. That's not a gift. The Bible says, if somebody's going to speak in tongues, let there be an interpreter. And if there is no interpreter, let there be no speaking in other languages. Period. So, if you got an interpreter, come on now. And the message that's being given is in line with the word of God. Let the tongues roll on. Come on now. If it is not, let the tongue shut up. Back in 1982, when I learned about, oh, I, I didn't tell you. They, they hired me and turned me loose on congregations as a pastor and never inquired of me. As to when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Never did. When I became a conference president, that's the first question I asked. And that's the first evidence I looked for. No baptism, no higher. Let the church say amen. I went on a Genesis to Revelation search of the scriptures and I asked the Bible one question with two, uh, two aspects I said tell me Bible Genesis to Revelation what the Bible says happens when the Holy Ghost comes we talking about within and upon right when the Holy Ghost comes within a person and the Holy Ghost comes upon a person. Genesis to Revelation. I'll just give you two passages. You look them up. Uh, 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 the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3, 24. And Ezekiel, chapter 36, verse 37. This is comparing oranges with oranges. The word of the Lord came unto me. The Spirit of the Lord came within me and set me down. The Spirit of the Lord came into me and caused me to be obedient. That was the experience of Ezekiel. In the book of Judges, Judges chapter 14, I believe it is. Judges chapter 14, 5 and 6, story of Samson and his mother and father going through Timnath. And the Bible says that a mighty lion roared against Samson. And the spirit, quoting, and the spirit of the Lord came upon him and he tore that lion apart with his bare hands as he would have torn apart a baby goat. I suggest to you 
that when the spirit of the Lord comes upon us, we gain the capacity to do unusually successful and effective exploits in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm going to read this one. I'm going to read this one. Ah, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, I know y'all ain't going to call me back no time soon. So I'm just going to go on and finish. Let the church say it. And I want you to tell my son, Myron Edmonds, that I preached this long. Let the church say amen. I'll be over in Maryland. Y'all just keep him in Ohio. Everything will be all right. The spirit, watch this, Isaiah 61, I'm reading. The spirit, this is Jesus Christ talking about himself in his own ministry through the prophet Isaiah. This is a testimony. Woo! The spirit of the Lord God is where? Upon me. Not around me. On me. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me. Come on now. To, to, to do. See, you see, the, 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 the spirit on gives capacity to do. The spirit in gives capacity to be. Come on now. That's why when that person is approaching you who gets on your last nerves, say, Lord, please be in me so I won't smack the tarnation out of that brother, out of that sister. Come on now. So I won't tell them about themselves so that I'll give them a Bible study or whatever. Oh, wow, wow, wow. He's anointed to, to preach the good tidings to the meek. And he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. To, to appoint or to provide for them that mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes the oil of that's doing something beauty for ashes that's comfort how many people running around this wicked city need some comfort how many people running around this church need some comfort the Spirit of the Lord gives us the capacity to do ministry, not to scratch up offering plates. Some of y'all will get that when you get home. You, you, you'll get that later on. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Oh, the Holy Ghost in, the Holy Ghost on. It's not one or the other. It's both and. To get God's work done, we need both. Why do we need to get God's work done? Because he's coming and he's coming soon. The old folks say, stuff is happening that ain't never happened before. This week, an airplane 
with 240 something odd people just disappeared. The devil is pulling out all of the stops and God's people have got to have their armor in, watch me now, and their armor on. Oh, Lord, help us. What does the spirit of, of prophecy tell us? What we need, and I'm closing. I got two quotes and I'm gone. What we need, first, selected message is 441. What we need is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Without this, watch this now, we are no more fitted to go forth into the world than were the disciples after the crucifixion of their Lord. We, 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 we need the baptism of the Holy Ghost, y'all. How do I get the baptism of the Holy Ghost? I'm glad you asked. Number one, we got to confess our sins. That's Bible. Isaiah 59, 1 and 2. Lord's hand is not short that he can't save. Our sins have separated us from the Lord. Some of us came up in here today already planning the dirt that we were going to do tonight. Let it go. It's not worth it. Jesus' sacrifice on Calvary was more valuable than your little cheap thrill. How do I get the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Confess our faults one to another. Churches have trouble with this because folk are walking around church sometimes holding stuff that is causing dissonance. That is causing a lowness and it can't be eradicated by loudness. It can't be drowned out by loudness. If the Lord is telling you that you have got to go and offer what those leaves, what they call those leaves? Uh, an olive leaf, yeah. To someone. Even if you are not the one that's wrong. Brother, sister, we, I'm not feeling what I ought to feel with you. I'm not feeling what I ought to feel toward you. And I know what I ought to feel toward you. I don't know where it is. But I know it's not right. And I'm offering myself to you. I'm offering myself to you. Because I want the anointing on me. Oh. What we need to do is just ask. Luke chapter 11, verse 13. If we being good fathers and mothers are willing to give good things to our children if they're asked. How much more is our Heavenly Father willing to give us the Holy Ghost if we would but just ask? Last quote, and I'm done.
Acts of the Apostles 39. Write it down. Read it when you get home. Verify. From the day of Pentecost to the present time. That's now. The comforter of the Holy Ghost has been sent to all who have yielded themselves fully to the Lord and fully to his service. Come on now. You want, you want the Holy Ghost to fall upon you? Well, uh, if, if you're coming at me with, oh, I received the Holy Ghost when I first joined the church. Well, guess what? You're not better than Jesus. Every day Jesus was on this earth, he required and received a fresh baptism. So that baptism that you got 20 years ago, that was nice. But it's not going to stand up for days when airplanes are falling out. When dogs are walking around killing. I don't know what the homicide rate is in Cleveland. I should have checked it. But in Washington, D.C., it is twice the amount of what it was one year ago. Folk are just killing one another and driving away. Demon possessed. We need God's spirit on us and in us so that we can know how to be on the bus. Come on now. On the subway, in the elevator. Come on now. At our desks at work. We don't know when somebody's last day is going to be and we want to be all that Jesus wants us to be. You're in here right now. And something that has fallen through these pitiful lips from North Philadelphia has suggested to you that you could use a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost. You're interested in prayer for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You're here. Stand to your feet right now. You want to be the best minister that Glenville Church has ever produced. I'm talking about you and you and you and you and you and you and you. I'm not talking about Pastor Edmonds or, or Pastor Baldwin. You are a minister. God has gifted you. And you don't want to be no good in Jesus' name. You want to be some good in Jesus' name. Lord, anoint me. Give me your power. Give me your power. Now, you've come in here. You, 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 you need, number one, to come back to God's family. You need to get back on the team. You were once a full on the court, as it were, basketball metaphor. Member of the God squad. But you've allowed through your choices yourself to drift away. And you'd like to sign up again. You'd like to say, you know, pastor, today, I'm indicating that by God's grace, I'm, 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 I'm back with Jesus Christ. Not just in the church. I'm coming back. I need what the Lord offers. I'm returning to God's family. And while you're thinking about that, there's somebody in here who didn't come planning to decide to be a member of the family. You know what's needed. You need, you need